this beat. So, Jay, how is life? How is everything? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Yes. Um, just adapting, really, isn't it? Like... I know, I know. It's a different one. Um, most people I speak to, this whole coronavirus situation has affected them in one way or another. Um, but what about you? How have you been dealing and coping with everything? You know, being a mus- musician, performing and being out there is what you guys do. So it must be very hard to have that taken away from you somewhat. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I, I mean, I've just been trying to adapt to it really. And like, uh, like I've been doing these sets every week and stuff from my balcony which is like the furthest i can kind of go or whatever but um yeah just been trying to keep that up and kind of uh use those muscles and not forget about the sort of live performance side of things Mm. um and yeah it's been definitely been uh, a bit strange but uh I just can't wait for it to be over, to be honest. I know. There just seems to be no sight in, or no end in sight, but we'll get there. So you touched on the uh, Sunset Sessions there. This kicked off in September. You launched your new YouTube channel as well. So tell me a little bit about kind of how that all came about. Yeah, I mean, uh, I had actually started um, self-isolating about a month before the government like told us we had to like go on lockdown and... Um, it was because I felt a bit sick and like it was still going on, but we no official like stay inside sort of thing. Um, and so uh, I had been like indoors for quite a while. And like I started getting thinking of ideas of how I could um, emulate like a show or emulate some sort of uh, DJ set from the comfort of my home. And uh, I had previously done some sort of live su- live stream stuff, mm-hmm. um, just like Instagram live and stuff like that. Um, but we decided to try out like YouTube and um, record a set from my balcony um, in London. And uh, thankfully, the backdrop of my balcony is like overlooking the skyline. And well, you're very some- lucky. Wow. Yeah, and the- and the sunset like kind of sets over it so Mm. it was really nice um and i was thinking of a name and i was like yeah sunset sessions sounds like a good name i I love the sunset every single day over summer i'd be out there at 8 30 just like with a coffee or with whatever just looking over the sunset i really enjoy that time so like i was like why don't i just do that whilst um djing as well Mm -hmm. um and then yeah it kind of built up to um being able to do it at the Guinness Storehouse for episode 10, which was amazing. This was wonderful. Like, I mean, absolutely great to get that gig. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me about the experience. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, um, it's it's an idea that I had in my head sort of actually for years. Like I went to school in uh, Dublin in a city and... I'd look at like the gravity bar and stuff and I'd be like, that's so cool. Like, uh, and this is even before I started DJing or making music or whatever, but I was just like, it'd be cool to like do something there one mm. day. I didn't know what it was. Um, but then uh, after school, getting into music and stuff like that and um, pursuing that um, and then coming up with this series, I was like, it would be really, really cool to do uh, an episode from the gravity bar because it's like overlooking Dublin. It's my home uh, town and it's like obviously a very historic building in itself as well. Mm -hmm. 
so um yeah i kind of like that that's what kind of spurred the idea on and then yeah thankfully like uh, universal ireland helped um put us in touch with the right people mm. and um guinness were like open to the idea and it worked um and yeah such an incredible experience getting to the tour and everything i'd actually never done anything in the storehouse i'd never been there i've never i'd never done the tour yeah or anything so getting to do that as well was really really cool um yeah, incredible, incredible. That is incredible. And it doesn't stop there. Uh, the YouTube channel as well, you started that. And is that just uh, you, your music, just being raw and being able to kind of, I think, bring your music to a different kind of audience as well? Yeah, definitely. I think um, my goal with the YouTube is to kind of give more of a, a behind the look of my music. Um, so I've been doing like uh, how I made records on there. Uh, I've been doing like Q&As and then extended DJ sets and stuff that I would put kind of unreleased music in to my sets as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the YouTube for me is just a platform that I can build that I have, um, you know, quite a lot of control over. I can uh, throw whatever I want, sort of whenever I want. And uh, yeah, I really like that. I think it's quite a cool platform to do that from. Yeah, and also you get to talk to your your fans just directly. Is that a bit daunting though? Because when you're on stage and you walk off, you you know you don't really get an instant reaction to what people think about your music or yourself or whatever. But when you're online, you do get faced with you know people deciding yeah. that they can write whatever. Is that daunting for a musician? Yeah, I think it's just I think it's different. I think um, when you're when you're playing live. You can gather uh, whether people are liking it or not based on their reaction of, you know, if they're moving or if they're singing or dancing or whatever it is. Um, I think online and with live streams uh, these days, it's a lot more obvious. Like mm. people will just comment, I hate this or whatever yeah. if they hate it or I love this. This is awesome if they love it. Mm. So it's definitely different. You can't really judge a room. You're mm. kind of just like taking a peek at the comments saying, okay, they're, they're liking this or whatever. Um, but I think just, um, over this experience, I've def my sets have definitely, um, started to cater more towards like what I really enjoy and what I would be playing, which most of the time they will be, of course, mm. but, um, I would definitely be judging the crowd and being like, okay, so they want something a bit with a bit more energy or with a bit less energy or whatever it is. Um, whereas in this time, I've definitely just been kind of gone. I really like this record. I'm going to play this record. Hopefully they like it sort of thing. Excellent. Um, yeah. So. Oh, that's amazing. Different. And obviously the new single as well, your all go aside. So you're saying this is a new chapter in your ascension. I love that. Tell me about this new chapter, what you're thinking and uh, what you're going to bring for us. Yeah, I think um, with Aside, it's it's kind of um, significant in that it's me kind of going back towards the roots. Um, when I, so I wasn't really into house music until um, I had left school and went on a holiday and saw Calvin Harris perform. Whoa. And um, when I saw that, <clears throat> um, he played a record called Every Day by Eric Prids. And previous to the holiday, I was really into like drum and bass and liquid DB and, and genres like that. And uh, this everyday record um, to me had elements of the genres that I was already into, mm-hmm. 
but it was this four by four progressive house record um which it really captivated me and i remember just being like i really like this house sound um and so i went home and downloaded some software and just started like working towards um you know like my music career kind of giving it a shot or whatever um so aside is essentially me going back to those days um and just kind of taking inspiration from uh the music that got me into making music yeah. um not to say that what i've been making previously had strayed too far away from that but uh, i definitely feel like i'm going kind of deeper into my roots and just kind of trying to take inspiration from that a bit more for sure so Back to your roots. We love that. Yeah. And we're loving the track, by the way, here at Beat 102-103. So uh, well done on that one. Now, you've already had massive support from some really big names in the industry, including uh, Diplo, Martin Garrix, Big Tong. The list is absolutely endless. Now, how have you been dealing with recognition from your industry peers? Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, back in those days, as I was saying earlier, like, I'd be spamming those people with emails, like, check yeah. out my music and... Um, they were probably like on the brink of blocking my email, but um, <laughs> to get that sort of uh, bit of support these days is is really cool. And um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of surreal. Like I, I can't really believe it. And when I think back to like when I started, like how I would have reacted then to have been told that like you know your records are gonna get get supported by these guys in a few years or whatever, um, I wouldn't have believed it. Like it's it's really cool. But it's happening and it's here and it's yeah. real. Uh, Jay Pryor, so what else is to come from you? Um, I know it's hard to plan gigs and yeah. dates and all that because obviously the climate we're in. But is there anything you can tell us about, you know, maybe stuff that you have in the works that's coming up? Yeah, it's all music. Like I'm just, I've, I've moved my studio into my, into my apartment. Oh, yeah, you're um, in London now. Y- yeah, yes. I'm still in London. Okay. Um, I did. I went back to Ireland for uh, almost a month for the Guinness thing because I had to self-isolate and everything. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and being back there was kind of like, it was kind of like, do I go back to Ireland for a bit or do I stay here or whatever? Because, I mean, the industry here is a bit like, you know, wishy-washy at the moment. There's not much going on. Mm. And Ireland was definitely, you know, went back and was so much inspiration there. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like what's going on here, um, yeah, I've moved my studio to my apartment. I'm loving it at the moment, uh, working, you know, rolling out of bed and making music. That is the um, life. Yeah. <laughs> I also found uh, a free uh, upright grand piano on oh. the street. So I've been working what? with that a bit. Yeah. Just randomly on the street, a grand piano. Where yeah. do you live? <laughs> yeah, well, it was... I made it sound cooler than it actually was. It was someone that posted in a group. Uh-huh. And they're like, there's this grand piano. Uh, anyone can have it. Just grab it. And oh I was like, gosh. okay, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And just like making music here has been great. Um, in terms of shows, nothing really lined up. Mm. I've got um, live stream stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like socially distant shows or anything, I'm not really thinking that far ahead yet okay um 
But yeah, loads of music coming. That's the main thing. Excellent. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Jay Pryor, you have been amazing. Thank you so, so much for chatting to me today. Uh, new single aside out now. Thank you so much and all the best. Yeah. Your music now. This is beautiful.